Hey, Steven, so what are we talking about today? Yeah, what we're going to talk about in this episode is how to get your reps to pay attention using uh, three simple concepts. This is the Reps Journey Podcast with Stephen Ryan. TRJ exists to help you recruit, train, and retain your reps. I chose this topic because I see um, we work with, you know, obviously a lot of sales reps. So sales reps are probably our largest group cohort of type of people that we train. And they are uh, really good at prioritizing their attention. Right, because their role, they're in a role um, that is much more tied to short-term outcomes. So they're constantly recalculating their attention because they've got quotas. Whereas with like you know a you know full-time employee that's like a, a an engineer or uh, a manager or something like that doesn't always have a, like something you know very high priority to com- complete, uh, and so they can afford a little bit less of a calculation and, and attention, right? So this matters a lot to our customers. In, 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 in less words, it matters a lot to our customers to uh, align on a sales rep's attention. Um, and then other thing, reason why I brought this up or brought this up as, a, as an episode was um, early on in the onboarding process, what we see a lot with our customers is that there is a lot of that really like nitty gritty blocking and tackling, you know, nuts and bolts types of content. Um, as you know, we've been doing the, this mapping out the reps journey for customers, and a lot of that content early isn't is like how learn about this industry, right? Um, learn all the tools that you're going to be using, like all the different software products you're going to be using to sell. Um, it's not always the funnest stuff. It's like how how do you submit your your timesheets, right, and things like that that yeah. just are in generally hard to maintain attention on, um, and. Compare that to like a, a a veteran sales rep. They get to go in and solve specific problems using on-demand training. So they're looking for a specific problem. They already come with the interest because it's it's already got that urgency and the immediacy to 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 get it. So don't need to work on attention so much with those people because it's just built in through the intent that they have to solve that day with an on piece mm-hmm. of on-demand training. Um, I also want to bring this up because there's some myths that I think even we were susceptible to around attention spans and um, how you fix attention. Um, early, early on, um, when not being in the world of like instructional design and everything, um, we just saw this major trend towards uh, shortening content, the TikToks of the world, the Instagrams of the world, um, and this idea that empirically attention is just going down in the world right like Mm -hmm. 12 seconds you know was reported you know and then like now it's eight seconds attention spans right and we're just getting Mm -hmm. shorter and shorter and i would argue that it's it's not really that true i think that uh shorter is usually better uh because it, it breeds other things it breeds like completion and it breeds um uh, more decisions around what what is you know what is their attention, uh, and it it's like a but it's like a solve it's like a salve right for a bigger sore which is you don't have um, their attention overall right yeah uh, and so it is a valuable tactic and we we tell all of our customers to do that which is make your content fi- like lean make your content more like um, the outside world not mm-hmm. less like the outside world because it's going to be less there's going to be less friction there. Yeah. Um, and then the last reason why I want to do this episode is that it, it sucks when a, a rep is going through training 
but then they seem to have a, a really short half-life on retaining that information. So even if they do complete the training, whether it be compliance or some kind of important training, it seems as though like, did you not go through the training? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. You completed it, but you can't remember half of the stuff. Uh, and we've had people like go back and say, hey, we're going to, I mean, not a lot, right? But in the in the past, it was like, uh, we got to incorporate physical training back so that we can see if they're paying attention because they're not remembering some of this stuff. And we've worked yeah. with companies to figure out why that is and come up with a better way uh, to increase that attention, right? So mm-hmm. good news though is um, I really think there are three simple concepts uh, that you need, it's words basically, see, three simple concepts uh, to consider uh, when you're designing your training and onboarding experiences. And not a, it's not a, a lot of tactics to remember. They're literally just three concepts to just remind yourself. And they're like glasses or filters that you want to put on as you're looking through how you're building out your stuff. Um, and it's going to definitely boost the attention and the speed in which you get sellers selling. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And retaining the information. Um, so again, the reason I, I think we're qualified to talk about this is because we've seen like thousands of courses made, you know, hundreds and hundreds of courses made, thousands of reps going through it, and we see which ones, I mean, you you know firsthand working with customers, which ones um, get completed and which ones are kind of like crickets, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, we talk about those in our, in our like onboarding review calls and stuff like that. So. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so the first one, uh, immediacy. So uh, we are constantly, constantly recalculating whether or not this, this, the thing I'm looking at right now, the thing I'm doing is urgent or is important. Um, and urgent can be not important, but urgent. Important can be urgent and important. You know, this is like the whole Covey calculation, the Covey matrix, if you ever heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and again especially sales reps who are out in the field or um, maybe haven't even made a full decision of whether or not they're gonna stay with the company okay because they're just learning mm-hmm. about your business and they might sign as a rep if this is like 1099 rep they're really calculating this right we're, we're doing it every time you go to YouTube <laughs> is this is this still relevant to me right now or should I click away and go find another video right so yeah. immediacy is really important um, and Immediacy is is super relative to the person's mind. Um, that it's 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 all it, it's like their truth. You know, there's no empirical immediacy. It's it's really like perception is reality. Yeah. Okay. So I might think it's urgent that you do it, but you're like, if it doesn't, you see what I'm saying? It's it's not it's not based in some empirical thing. Um, and so I'll give you an example. So you have training on. Um, Compliance. Compliance training for a point of sale system for a sales rep to complete. If they don't finish this uh, training, they are not going to get um, uh, access to the to the system to run credit checks and close deals and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you can see how if you don't couch it correctly, um, a rep will just go, eh, I can do that later. Like, it's just, I can do that later. I don't need to do for that. For sure. And yeah. then fast forward and they're sitting in the hotel room um, everybody else has gone to the team dinner and they're going through 
on their iPad trying to finish that compliance training because they need to go out and sell the next day, first day of sales. You're gonna bet your you know dollar, right? <laughs> that that's extremely urgent and, and, and it really has a high immediacy factor, right? Yeah. So the, the goal is how can you um, boost immediately by, by making, like taking that visual and moving it forward in the process so mm-hmm. that they can go, aha, like I don't wanna be that person. Um, yeah. And so here's here's some ways to boost immediacy. Okay, so here's how to how to take that concept of immediacy and boost it into into your content. First one, don't bury the lead on time commitments. So I think a lot of people want to dance around like what it's going to take to finish this piece of content or this piece of training, and it's just better to just get right out there. I've seen you do this. What, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. When uh, when we create a piece of content, I like to whether it's uh, a Vimeo thing. Not so much on YouTube because it's it's there, but when you look at the link, uh, we put a little clock icon with the amount of time that the the video is going to take to watch. Or especially like when I'm sending stuff to clients in the onboarding process, if I email somebody uh, or if they're going through Conveyor mm-hmm. to watch content, it, they see that amount of time up front. It yeah. kind of hits them in the face, and they can make that assessment: Do I have the time right this minute to watch that? And I would say, you know, address it up front. Talk about the time commitment, and then ask them to make a commitment, like call, make a call to action. Don't expect them to be um, be triggered to like, oh, how am I gonna fit this in my calendar? A- coach them through that. So, hey, this is gonna take you probably two hours to get through, but we've chunked it up this way. And I would uh, suggest that you finish this much right now, um, <clears throat> or if you have the time to do it, all of it, or put it in your calendar to finish this by X date and we recommend, you know, it's gonna take some of your attention, so focus on a time you have high energy. You know, like something like that, right? Um, For sure. And assumptions are made like left and right around that they're gonna do that, and if you just get ahead of it. The other one is confront the, I can do this later. So in their mind, they're going, I can do this later, I can do this later, I can do this later. What you need to say is, I bet you're saying right now, I, you can do this later, and here's why that's a bad idea. <laughs> so. Um, don't hide from those objections, and this is really sales, right? This is just like what we do in sales. Hey, I bet you're thinking, you know, this and this, but I just want you to let you know what we do is we have a guarantee on this, you know, that sort of thing. Um, For sure. So this is where you want to use social proof and talk to the rep about um, things like, hey, we're talking to you know Johnny. Here's a video of Johnny. Uh, this would be ideal. Johnny talking about like, guys, highly recommend you do this because it makes everything else you're going to do here make more sense. If you don't learn this within the first couple of days, then you're going to be kind of, you know, like we've talked about Joey, you know, who doesn't know all the words and friends and just like lets it fly by. And he's like, oh, huh, yeah, yeah. Um, Possibly. Yeah. No. No, that's not what the word he said. Uh, it's, uh, is it presumably? Probably. I forget it. Yeah, I forgot. What I'm you know Joey. What. Yeah, you're Joey. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's addressing immediacy and focusing on, um, uh, getting in alignment with like the urgency of something. I would be remiss if I didn't say that time thing, adding it to the front. That was something I learned from Lori over at CBC. Yeah. So yeah, I think it just. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So Lori's awesome. Um, so you're talking about the, the little the time thing. She was doing that for people that were going through for recruiting. Some of her, their right? stuff, yeah. I saw it and I was like, man, I need to, I need to do that on our 
on our content. And, and that's partly because of some of the stuff that was that, uh, you know, when I go through whatever I go through yeah. in, a, in the process of learning, it's so helpful to see that. Anyway, so I was going through some of her content. I went, man, I need to implement that. I see, too. that's so cool because she knew that, hey, these are these are potential candidates and recruits. True. And I value their that I value their time and shows respect. Yeah. For sure. They're not hires like you have. And this is how our clients are. Uh, are many, of, many of our clients are working for with 1099 reps who can right. leave at any time they want, right? That's right. Of course, any, any full-time employee can leave at any time they want. But yeah, you, you for sure. You get what I'm saying. Like it's more, totally. And they have tons of opportunities out there. Uh, yeah. And they're weighing their opportunities. And so they're also weighing their investment of time and attention at the same yeah. time. So thanks yeah. for bringing that up. For sure. Um, next one is interest. So this is our next concept is there is no absolute attention span formula and it um, everything is tied to our, in, uh, like our desire to consume content is, you know, directly tied to our interest level. So our, uh, what I'm trying to say is the, our attention to it is directly tied to our interest. So you know both of us are love you know coding love you know development um thank you for coming over for my birthday and just letting us yeah. you know, hack for a while um and you know we can we both can just lose hours just looking yeah. at um how to solve a, a development problem or a new code mm -hmm. you know language mm -hmm. thing or whatever because mm -hmm. we love it like it's just highly interesting for us um, for sure and so it there's just very low cognitive load and uh, it's funny uh, how we talk about attention in terms of paying attention. Mm -hmm. So right there, it just shows you like you only pay for something like we, we value our attention and paying attention. It's not so much that interest is keeping someone's attention is not hard. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If they have interest in that topic, because it doesn't feel like you're spending anything. And as soon as it's something I, I don't want to pay attention to or is boring or it has no interest level or no no color, um, now I'm actually paying dollars. I'm using my attention like it's a currency. And yeah, definitely. And I don't want that back. So definitely. you were talking about it, uh, your brother-in-law? Like yeah, yeah. He's he's in uh, sales, medical sales. And we had a conversation the other day with both my brother-in-laws. And so they were talking about like, have you ever sat through where you have to go through the training process and you're watching these videos and they're like slide decks or it's like the one guy that's standing there with all the information and he's talking to, you know, and they're like, man, that stuff is the worst. You just check out, you just don't pay attention. You're trying hard to, but you're going, I gotta watch an hour of this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a real deal. It's a, it's across the board, not, not only in sales, it's in the board for anybody, any new hire, you gotta go through all the right. you know, compliance training and, and whatnot. It's so. rough. and. Um the, I think of interest more, like with urgency and one we're gonna talk about here in a second, it's more about how you couch it and how you, you the language you use for upfront. But this, this topic of interest is actually more about your packaging and more about um, uh, how you take something that might, like they perceive to be boring mm -hmm. and, and just kind of hit them like obtusely, you know, yeah. in a way where, <laughs> They're like, whoa! I didn't expect this to be funny, or I didn't expect this to be, you know, colorful or set up this way. Um, yeah, and or more casual feeling. So here's an example. Um, like we and our whole thing is about interest. Like with Conveyor, we're constantly trying to find ways to get, gather, you know, grab people's interest and attention back. 
Um, so here's an example in sales, like, uh, you know, I'm doing a demo and you're always looking, this is why I hate it when people don't have their cameras on um, in, in a Zoom call or something like that. Um, so prospects, if you're listening, don't do that to me, please. Um, yeah. But uh, it's really, it makes it really difficult. So I wanna see your eyes and I, I if you're looking down or you're kind of, you know, like looking around, then I'm like, oh, I lost him. Like this isn't important or I didn't have enough inflection in my voice or something like that. So mm. I'm gonna stop, this is just tactic, like I'm just gonna slow down and then I'm gonna ask a question. Mm -hmm. um, is that, does that sound relevant to you or <laughs> would you see yourself using that? Um, and then like, oh, oh, my attention's back or my interest is back a little bit because he asked me a question and I love hearing yeah. myself talk, right? Um, yeah. This is me, I'm interested. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And then, and I then, do. So, well, if you've ever done any kind of in-person training, which obviously most of our clients, our customers obviously do, and they're trying to streamline it. But when you do in-person training or like your point, Zoom training, you have that, there's a social agreement between you and your learner where they understand they have to keep their eyes on you. You know, like nobody, they're, they're not over there falling asleep. And and as soon as they do, you you take something, you throw it at, maybe, <laughs> maybe you don't, I do, but um I do like to throw things at people when they fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's that social arrangement there that's ingrained in it. And so even on a Zoom call, um, my favorite is when you got somebody that's on their laptop and they're clearly on their laptop and they're, they're up close <laughs> and they're like doing this kind of thing. Yeah. And you're like, I know you're typing. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you ask the question and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, what? You were, uh, ask it again. Anyway, yeah. uh, you know, you know who those people are, but um so in digital training, you don't have that ability. Yeah. You, don't, you, you can't see your people, so you don't um, know if they're checking out. And this is one of the selling points for a conveyor because we track everything. We know how much of videos people watch. We know where they are in their courses. Uh, we're, we are keeping tabs, and so you can nudge people, um, and you get that aspect of, of uh, the social kind of agreement. So it's one of those things I think people should probably point out, like, yeah. hey, we know if you've gone through – it helps us and you know we 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 can see your motivation that that'd probably be a good thing to point yeah, out that, absolutely to your learners um, so. the point is like we you cannot know if they're if you cannot use that oh you're glazing out let me ask you a question so you have to build that in that's right and you have to anticipate the places where they're probably glazing over because it's a really long right. video or block of text or like a hard to understand concept or something like that so mm -hmm. here are ways to boost interest okay confront the might be dry topic ahead of time so yeah. if you find that it might be uninteresting for a specific group of people, um, talk about that. Maybe you can appeal to somebody who they want to be. Like this is a concept of like, hey, it might not sound interesting to you right now. Guess what though? Our top selling people, this is one of the most interesting topics. That's it. It's like, whoa, I didn't ever, okay, cool. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll listen. I'll, that sounds interesting. I want to be a top sales rep. Um, get them involved. So this is where you actually start to do just, instead of just big block attacks, video, you know, here's all the info, PDF, ask, you know, is does this feel relevant or out of date? Does, you know, um, ask them questions, right? Yeah. Um, quiz them. Um, by quizzing them, they will force themselves to be more interested in it if it's if it has to get done, okay? There's yeah. This, yeah. this contract that if this person's gonna ask me a question, I better pay attention because they're gonna start asking me questions. In a sales demo, I'm kind of beating a dead horse here, but in a sales demo, we've all had demos or presentations where no one ever asks you any questions, you don't need to pay attention. 
as soon as that person starts asking questions, your interest has to go up because yeah. it's just embarrassing when they, and they call on you and you don't know the answer. Okay. That's exactly right. So, um, can you do that in your digital course is what I'm trying to say. Um, mm -hmm. and then break it up, right? Interest. I think, um, breaking up the content a little bit more in, increases interest uh, because it, like an analogy I use as an example is, you know, if you're on stuck in traffic um, on, on the freeway, right? E you'll get off and go on a side, you know, side road or something like that and end up at the same speed in which you were on the, on the, on the freeway. But it just mm -hmm. is more interesting because mm -hmm. you're passing by markers faster. Okay. Yeah. So it's perceived speed increase. We've talked about this before on the podcast. Um, yeah. And I really think that matters. So, um, you know, like I said, test them and then think of ways to break up the norm on the delivery. Okay. So this is humor. This is the style. This is um, making it more casual. Uh, this is changing the cadence or the pacing of your videos. Your video pacing sucks. Like go watch, you know, Beast talk about pacing of videos or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, one example we were just talking about was this really funny, it was compliant, like security compliance training. I got to link this up in the notes or something. But this like guy like goes and gets like, he finds a USB on the ground uh, and he's like, oh, a USB. And he like grabs it off the ground. He's like, I wonder what's on it. And then he goes into the office and like plugs it in. And, yeah. and he's like, oh, and it just, virus goes everywhere and blows up the entire, you know, like office. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know. And it's yeah. funny, and it's a great way to start, you know, an interest in a, a dry topic like you know, for sure security yeah. and asset management and stuff like that, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But that's the type of thing we should be doing with to boost interest on things that are kind of blah, you know, or, yeah. or they're yeah, yeah, really yeah. important, but just kind of like okay, I got to do this stuff to to do the job right. right. Yeah, paint a picture in the mind. Yeah, yeah. Link it to reality. Yep. Okay, third. Um, third concept. So we've got immediacy, we've got interest, and now we have importance. So importance, the challenge here is that so commonly everything is communicated as being important and nothing feels important. Um, here's the kicker is that reps can sniff out the lack of importance <laughs> uh, even if you say it's important. And the way that you make things not important or, or you, you convey unimportance is mm -hmm. by how, frankly, un, uh, how little effort you put into laying out your training. So, yeah, um, big giant blocks of text. Uh, I'm, I'm going to pick on you. You know, fluff, fluffy, fatty videos that waste their time. <laughs> um, that uh, you know, stock art, like corporate high five stock art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, bad, bad images. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like nothing that's really relevant to them or the same image over and over again. Uh, lack of reinforcement, so like what we're talking about with interest is like, you just give them all the info, but then you're not trying to do anything to actually see if they understand the info or, or build on top of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. they, they're not dumb, like they know that this isn't important based on how little effort was put into the course. Because yeah. they're looking at other cool content, there's so much good content on the web, right? Like For sure. Anyway, so it's, it's like culture. So culture is what you permit, not what you say you do. Um, so it's what you, it's, it's your behaviors, it's your current behaviors, mm -hmm. it's, it's, the, it's the outcome, not mm -hmm. what you say your values are. Um, so reps can't see how uh, thing, okay, so the next thing is, reps can't see how you, re, how 
an important thing relates to them, like what's in it for them, with them, okay, is the mm-hmm. analogy. Inst- this is common with like fast-growing companies with great vision um, that uh, have drank the cool, all drank the Kool-Aid, right? Um, it's like the worst is WeWork. This is awesome WeWork. Um, uh, it's the one with Jared Leto and, and uh, what's her name? Um, it's awesome. It's on Apple. Uh, but it's the whole story of WeWork. Uh, and it's just like zero care put into presenting why this thing is important for you, man. Um, mm-hmm. Not like, oh, if you get better at presenting uh, these debit card limits, then the company is going to reduce the number of support calls. And that means we can have more customers. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't help me. Um, if you turn that into a social proof, okay, this is where, okay, we'll get into boosting interest. So here, per- perfect example. If you turn that into a story about a teller who has a like very frustrated customer almost berating her about how she thought her debit card limit was gonna be this and had to make a purchase and what and she had to come into the bank, right? Mm. And you can't articulate why that happened to the customer and you're all flustered and then you have to go to your manager. Okay. Do you see how way more vivid that is and why I need mm-hmm. to spend time learning this? That was mm-hmm. a little heavy, but you see what I'm saying, right? <laughs> it's it's about it's about like making that teller's life better if they were the 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 person doing the training and getting yeah. like yeah, all of this leads to the the outcome that the company wants, which is like lower support, less time spent, more people getting through the line. But that doesn't help the teller, okay? And yeah, touch yeah. on that because there are people that are really bought into the mission and everything. But yeah. You got to make it about the person taking the time to go through this this stuff. For sure, right? for sure. Um, so linking back to the story, um, and then again, boosting in, uh, boosting importance is about uh, context and about not building, not making it easy for for reps to do a sniff test and seeing that it wasn't important to you as well. So a tactic is just say, where can I sacrifice content, like sacrifice the size of the course? And it would be better to put out something smaller um, that actually uh, shows like I, I cared about this, right? Yeah. I, I, I spent, I have a speech and I made it in a 15 minute speech and I was super on it and it was tight. And that's gonna show more importance than like just throwing the kitchen sink together and be like, I have a really important topic and here's all the content. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're wasting my time, man. Um, and and they and they know it. So mm-hmm. okay. So those are the three topics. Again, uh, interest, uh, immediacy, and importance. A couple notes about these. So the harder and longer your training is, the more intention you need to have about implementing these three concepts. So it is almost. I would say it's logarithmic. Like <laughs> the bigger, the longer you spend more time doing this. Um, Think of attention like a leaky bucket, okay? So uh, you, got a, you got a bucket that's got holes in the bottom and maybe there's more holes depending on how difficult the the holes represent, how difficult and hard the content is. Same size mm-hmm. bucket, just more mm-hmm. holes. And so now what you're gonna do is you're going to, you ask yourself when starting this you know, piece of training, Am I filling it to the top at least before I start? 
And then where in, in the flow of this course, is it like halfway full, dangerously low to being like bone dry? <laughs> and yeah. how am I filling it back up? How am I taking a, a small period of time to go back and go like, okay, ooh, I gotta do an investment and get some, fill it back up before we start this next section, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. intermissions and uh, hooks, you know, hooks in a song or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So that's what I would just think about like a leaky bucket. Uh, and here's the call to action for this episode is basically just list out your training content. Just took a little audit of like everything I make a rep go through in the first 90 days of doing the job um, mm -hmm. and say rank them by importance and uh, to the company. Okay, in terms of getting the outcomes and then the difficulty of going through like the size or just the just how media it is and then look just go through and say where am i boosting immediacy interest and importance yeah um, do i touch on any of those is there anything in my in my course that starts off talking about how important it is to do this early and why interest and importance and just do that through each one of your courses and just take some action maybe you could just insert into that first course one video or one little hey i know you think this is going to be something you can do two weeks from now but here's why and just start yeah. adding yeah. in taking action on, on that so that's my uh call to action for this episode for for our, our listeners very cool thank you jason good to see you yeah man you too take it easy